man to man to man podcast doing it again live and kicking different types of subjects with honest opinions with no filter straight talking big men out here men with experience men with knowledge, men with knowledge. all sorts I'm here with Rome X I'm here with Dan aka K Danqua this is a man-to-man podcast we're here once again some real talk some real views some real opinions some controversial opinions some original opinions that you may never hear before and this is what we're here doing daily i'm tactical and i'm here with a special guest someone new someone who has a completely different mindset but i completely respect what he has to say at all times would you like to introduce yourself how's it going Stuart? you're right <laughs> yeah, yeah not bad. thank you for thanks for having me on your show man yeah, um man, definitely yeah, I really, I really think you're doing a good thing here. You know, there's no filters, man-to-man talk, you know. There's cuts cuts out the politically correct way of speaking and, you know, the speaking our mind, having a conversation. Um, yeah, I'm proud to be here, proud to be here. So, uh, you, basically, man. my name's um, Vito Perkins. You know, um, my, my area of expertise is pretty much the study of the mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Part, of, um, part of a group that I've been introduced to for the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. And um, within that time, what we focus on is literally the mind, the thoughts, and um, how that affects people's reality. And how, right. you know, different different, different people think different things. And um, we really explore them area, that area of the mind. And yeah, Hello. that's what, you can hear me? Yeah, yeah, definitely can hear you. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And that's, and that's what, yeah, hopefully we can um, discuss. I can discuss a little insight of what I've discovered on my journey. And I'm happy to share that with you, my experiences, and hopefully some new tactics or new trickery ways of helping people think differently. And that's definitely. what I think, you know, the mass public and society needs now is to think differently, not thinking how they've always thought. Certified. This is exactly, exactly what is needed in this time of of day which we're in now and i want to just read out a few things about the mind before we get into a few questions and a few discussions um, Absolutely. <laughs> they say you know your brain your brain and the mind are obviously different we know that it's different but a lot of people may not know that and they say your brain is part of the visible tangible world of the body your mind is part of the invisible transcendent world of thought feeling attitude belief and imagination the brain is the physical organ most associated with the mind and consciousness, but the mind is not confined to the brain. Moving beyond thinking requires us not to think our ways through the worry, but transcend our mind altogether. And, you know, they talk about some ways that you can trans, uh, transcend your mind, uh, taking some long, slow breaths, meditation, yoga, mm. doing some fun, creativity, being physical, physically active, spending time with friends and family. Get into in get going into nature, connecting with nature. Now, yeah. what I want I want to ask you, a person yeah. that you know, we you have had many discussions regarding the mind, and um, yeah. 
what I want to ask you is, does the brain control the mind? Okay. Uh, this is a very, very good question. And um, I want to start off straight away by saying, obviously, that is um, public literature that you just read out about, yeah. you know, um, the mind and the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Now, to the average person hearing that, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to lose them. They're like, you know, what, the brain, the mind, the thing, what, what's, what's going on, yeah? Mm-hmm. So autom- automatically, um, when you're talking to someone about the brain and the mind, yeah. we know we need to simplify it. So, so the please, fact that please. you just you you just described, you know, what the um, consensus, what public consensus. yeah, the, the public consensus, all you know, because remember, science is divided. The different there's contemporary science, there's um, quantum physics, and they all have mm. different beliefs about the mind. Mm. You know, it's the mind's not it's not quantifiable. We can't mm. look out see it and have one notion about what the mind is. Everyone mm-hmm. has different opinions on it so yeah this is why we try to simplify a lot of things so yeah. um the mind what is the mind now plain speaking to someone that you know hasn't really done a lot of study on the mind hasn't studied science quantum physics and um neuroscience and so on the mind pretty much what we believe in our organization is the body in action the mind sorry the mind is the brain in action mm that what we can call the mind so what's your mind is your brain in action my mind is my brain in action so we can simplify mm. it right there so someone says okay that's one concept of understanding what the mind is yeah yes your brain in action yeah that's very simple you see you see how things get complicated if you start saying you know the mind is this and that it becomes the body and the body becomes the mind you, you lose a lot of the 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 mind the subject's minds that you're trying to connect with so you're, you're you're basically saying the brain controls the mind i'm saying no no the mind is the brain in action so oh. let's say, so your brain everyone like we're all human beings right hmm. we all have um it's called in in quantum physics. It's called gross anatomy, and yes. what that means is, all my brain is the same as your brain. Is the same as your neighbor's brain. Is the same as every human being. We all have the same brain. We all yes. have eyes. We all have a nose. We all have hands. We all have legs. We all have feet. So on, so on. Yeah. Yeah. And that is gross anatomy. So if we all have the same uh, um, gross anatomy, like the same brain, guess mm-hmm. what happens? Quantum physics says, you know, because we all have the same brain, we do the same things in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we eat food when we're hungry. We cry yeah. when we're sad. We smile when we're happy. Yeah, we go mm-hmm. to sleep at night to recover. You know, these are universal traits that we all share. It's, mm-hmm. And share them traits because we are all have the same mind, just the same mm-hmm. brain. Mm. Is that... um? No, it makes sense. It makes complete sense. So, what, what, how does, how do, how do we get to the point where we become different? Where is the point yeah, where we become okay. different? Is that Absolutely. the mind? That's a great point. That's the the next step. No, so, mm. so we all have the same brain. Yeah, that's gross anatomy. Yeah, we all have the same hand. You know, that's you know, gross anatomy. Now, what mm-hmm. separates us? What separates me to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. is something called culture. Okay. Yeah, now culture separates me 
from you. Culture separates every someone that lives in London to someone that lives in Japan. The mm-hmm. different culture. Yeah. And you say, what is a culture? Yeah. What's the culture made up of? The culture is made up of your environment, the environment you grew up in. Yeah. Yes. And in your environment, your experiences that you've gone through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the environment is made up of only a few things. Only a few things make up the environment. What's the things that make up an environment? People, places, things, objects, pets, and time. And that's it. That is it. So, so we are all pretty much the same, but what separates us from one another is our environment. If you grew mm. up in, um, let's say, South London, mm. you was around different people, places, things, time, culture, religions, beliefs, perceptions that were put onto you. So you used your brain was a record of all of these things. And then you went through that experience. My brain, I was in my culture. Yeah. Where I grew up with the people, Mm. places, things, decisions. Yeah. And I made decisions, um, choices based on that. So that is the separation of why we are different. You know, you got us. The separates us is not our hand. We've got the same hand, but our unique fingerprint, right? Does it stop? Does it stop? What's that? After culture, does does this this mind that we're talking about does it stop developing after we separate from that initial impact of culture, or does it continue? So, does, so does, this does, it, does, does my environment as an adult yep. also affect my mind and etc. etc. A hundred percent. You know, science has said it in many different languages, there's, you know, there's a lot of division in science, yeah? And a lot mm. of um, different people have different opinions and views on, you know, mm. particular subjects. But there's one thing they've all agreed on, yeah? Yes. And that is, you know, that the culture defines the mind. Your environment, mm. yeah, has a direct impact on your life. Direct yes. impact. So... What is, so what's the significance of that, right? Yeah. The significance of that is you are controlled in some element by the environment that you're in. Mm. And the, the study is a study. And uh, it was about, I think it's, it's fairly new. It's in the last 20 years. It's called okay. epi- epigenetics. It's something like epigenetics. That. It's called epigenetics. Yeah. Epi means above the gene. Mm. Epigenetics says is you are controlled by your environment. Yeah? Completely. Environment, completely. Single, completely controlled. Is, is it a complete control? Is it exclusively completely? It, is, it depends. It depends if people are aware of the study, if people are aware of it, because the environment is so seductive and so powerful, it signals mm. your genetic genes. So let me say that again. You see your genes you got from your parents, your individual genes. Yeah. yeah. They're in cells. And that... They that that defines you, yeah. You got your genes, yeah, genetic yeah. genes. Well, your environment that you're in, it signals them. So then okay. they modify based on your environment. So if you are in a very very sh- highly stressful environment, let's say you've mm. gone through trauma. Let's say you know as a kid you went through some high high highly stressful um, situations and environment. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 environment, that, that stress would signal your genes and your genes would modify. They will start adapting to your environment. So they'll get harder, they'll get stronger, they'll get more aware, 
but you're changing your genetic genes. And that actually happens. This is science. Science has actually studied it and high stressful situation in the environment can signal your genetic genes and modify them to change. And that wow. is a fascinating, fascinating point. So, you know, um, let's say, for example, mm. someone's gone through all of that stress and all of that trauma, Yeah. let's say from the ages of five to when they left home at 16, yeah. for example. Yeah. Is there a way where, and their genes have changed as you have you, as you Yeah, they modified according to the environment, yeah. Yeah, is there a way that they can reverse that or maybe over overcome that type of you know modification to their genes? Absolutely. Later on in life. Absolutely, it's a great question. And if, if so, and if so, how? Okay, that is a great. First of all, that's a great question, and that is the whole point of you know why I started this study. You know, I mm. I I was on searching for something. You know, when I joined this organization that I'm a part of. You know, we had to get yeah. introduced to it uh, by, you know, yeah. two people and, you know, the organization, mm. we share books and everything like that. But the point is, was I was searching. That's how I um, joined them. I was searching for something. And what I was searching yes. for was, you know, am I defined? Is the question, is a question that I was searching for, you know, am I defined by who I was in the past? And am mm. I change? Mm. I, mean, I didn't have the uh, mental equipment the physical equipment to actually change so i was searching you know how can i change my behaviors how can i change my thoughts how can i change my actions how can i change my experience how can i change emotions you know and um that's when i stumbled upon um what i did the studies of the Mm -hmm. mind you know quantum physics psycho neuroimmunology neuroscience i stumbled upon all these subjects Mm -hmm. and it's like a Mm -hmm. big hole you know, you you search for um, you search for what you're looking answers. for, answers. Yeah. You just it's just a never end of search. It's you never, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. So it your point, you know, how do they change their genetic makeup? You know, yes. If you're yes. if you're a child from five to sixteen, yeah, and you know you grew up in London in the two thousand year two thousand, and you're on a let's say you grew up in a state, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's gangs all around you, you know, it's sort of like, a, you know, your family's on welfare, you don't have a lot of money, there's gangs all around you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you suffered certain experiences, you were like, you know, they, you joined, you had to join a gang for protection, you know, you had to mm-hmm. learn the streets, the code of the streets to survive, right? Remember, mm-hmm. we're survival creatures, so our environment, yeah, the, with the environment you put us in, ultimately, we want to survive in it. Yep. You know, if you grew up in a, a state and there's loads of gangs around you, yeah, you ain't got time to think, oh, why me? Why did I grow up in this state? You know, why is it me? I didn't choose to grow up here. But yeah, exactly. so I'm a survivor. I need to survive. How do I survive? Well, this guy says, if I join his gang, he's going to offer me protection. Now, yeah, is that right or wrong at that point? You know, who knows? Society is up to them. The, the jury's out, right? Exactly. But um, he joins the gang or he doesn't join the gang. And then he has different experiences based on what decision he makes. Yeah. Mm. Now, the problem is, the problem is when this when that kid gets to like 30. Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years later, he still. Yeah. He still thinks that 
he is that person who he was as a kid. He still feeds you. Wow. All these stuff I went through, you know, I had to, you know, whether you had to sell drugs or beat up people or, you know, um, do certain um, actions that he wasn't proud of. Yeah. He mm. still has that mentality in him because he thinks that's who he was. But mm. that's not what science teaches you. Your brain can change. You know, your brain yes. can change. And um, for it to change, though, is another situation. It's another topic altogether. But for, you know, like you said, how does he change that? Yeah. 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 There's no way that I or any scientific professor or anyone that can give a lecture to someone to change. It won't work. Mm. This is what people don't understand. They think they can listen to a podcast or listen to a, a great speaker and hear his profound words mm-hmm. and think it's going to change their life. It won't work. Do you know why it won't yeah. work? Because they're relying on something outside of them to change something inside of them. Yeah. On the external exactly. environment to change something internal. The problem is internal, their own mind, right? Their own brain. They need to make a decision and they're thinking if they hear the right thing or they see the right thing or the right thing happens to them, then they will change. It doesn't work. But what about the spark? What about the spark? Could they could they get they a spark, get a spark. From they, someone that's else? That's the whole thing. This is what we teach, you know, because obviously um, in our group, I'm qualified to give lectures on certain subjects. So when you're talking about the brain um, thoughts, changes and relationships, I'm qualified to give um, lectures on that. So my students listen to me when I speak about that, you know, because yeah, I'm qualified. Yeah. You know, if, it, if someone wants abundance and wealth, because I haven't maxed out my um, earnings, I haven't maxed out my earnings to a certain level, I can't give lectures on, you know, how to make someone, how to be successful or how to build your company yeah. to a certain degree. We have other lecturers yeah. um, that give, that. yeah, that speak on that subject. Mm, but um, in terms of the mind and change, and how it works um it is fascinating and we know we now know yeah that we cannot tell anyone to do anything regardless if we have the scientific evidence that supports our theories won't mm. work they have to what if, but what if they want to do it and they, they just don't know how what if what what if the, the desire is there inside of them okay so but there is no nothing there's nothing there's no productivity okay there's no action. Okay, so so this is a good point, yeah. And I'm gonna try and use some um, situations so you can understand um, mm. my points when I speak on this on the subject. Yeah. So you're saying someone Go wants ahead. to change, but they can't, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's say, for example, um, let's say as a, a boy, he's 16. Yeah. Yeah. Now this boy, when he's 16, he has an idea. His idea is, you know. I like beautiful things. I like beautiful women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he thinks I like beautiful women. I want to have beautiful women. That's what he wants. Right. Okay. And then guess what happens? He sees some beautiful women and then he starts having them. He gets them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has one beautiful woman, mm-hmm. one beautiful woman, two beautiful women, three. He sees another beautiful woman. He wants that, you know, that's what he goes. And it goes mm-hmm. on for about, let's say, let's say 16 to 26, 10 years. He does that. Yeah. Okay. So he sees from around a lot of sees a lot of beautiful women, and he gets to know them, and then he sleeps with them. Then he has another idea, and his idea is, I've seen this film, and um, I've I've seen like all my friends, they got relationships, they got um, love, they're getting married, and 
they're having a companion. I want a companion now. Mm. I don't want just to sleep with a woman. I want companionship. Yeah. yeah. So then he goes out and tries to look for companionship. So he sees a girl, he likes her. He tries to, then he makes her his companion. He goes out with her. Yeah, she gladly accepts. But guess what happens? He's with her. He wants companion. He's getting companionship for the you know six months to a year. But guess what? Happens? Mm. He's still his body. His mind is with her, but his body has been hardwired to love mm-hmm. and beautiful things. So why he's with her when a situation arrives and he sees another beautiful woman, he still wants her. And he's like, wait, I don't want her, but she's beautiful. I I, I want to have her. I want to have her. Yeah. And guess what? He goes, okay, I'm just gonna have her once. I'm not gonna tell my girlfriend. It's fine. And then he does it. He sleeps with her behind his girlfriend's back. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because his yeah. body is conditioned to want beautiful things. And his mind tells him, remember the past, you love beautiful things. You want to have beautiful mm-hmm. women. So every time he sees another beautiful woman, even though he don't want to do it, he loves his girl. He wants companionship. But you mm-hmm. and sleep with other women. So he's thinking, what's wrong with me? Why am I sleeping with other women when I don't want to? So guess what happens? He starts sleeping with other women. And whilst they sleep with them, what he does? He cries, he gets upset, he feels guilt, and he feels the emotions yes. because he doesn't want to do it. But he doesn't realize he's conditioned his body conditioned to, do it. to want beautiful things. Do you see? You, it's 100%. I, I, I 100% agree with that. But you believe that, like, there is, there is a, do um, you think that there is a time where he can? Me, I personally think that yep. someone who has that issue, yep. that's the one. We always, we always, we always, we always have that issue. They will always have the issue. The issue will never go away, regardless of um, whatever happens in their life. But I do believe that the the issue needs to be uh, monitored at all times, or they will always uh, lose uh, their con- that 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 condition will always overcome. I to, and I think, sorry, put in there, but I have to stop you there when you say that, you know, they'll always have that issue. That is complete. This is why we, I do my studies, you know, why I study all the um, scientific studies of epigenetics, psychoneuroimmunology, quantum physics, science, mm. is because it teaches you that you can change that, but you need mm-hmm. to, to access the operating system to change that, to change them wants and desires that you no longer desire, mm. that you no longer want anymore. Yeah. You need to study. And you can change a hundred percent. So you you know you say to someone for just you know you say to someone, oh you've heard that saying once the cheat always the cheat and the leopard never changes its spots right you've heard that. Yeah. Anyone that yeah. says that to you, if you're in a relationship with anyone or your friends or anyone that says that to you, yeah, they only believe that because they think that they, they can't. can't. Now mm. study science mm-hmm. shows you that they could, and if they say that to you, yeah. I'll give you one one trick to say to them and it will change straight away. If they say to you, oh, yeah, you cheat, you always cheat, yeah? You can say, okay, so you you can say this. One thing to trick. Let's say um, a smoker, yeah, or an alcoholic, yeah? He can't quit smoking or drinking, right? Hello? Yeah? Okay. Can't quit. Yeah. He's tried rehabilitation. He's tried everything. He just can't quit, yeah? Guess what? One day he gets sick, he goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, if you smoke again or if you drink again, you will die within the next yeah. then within within weeks to days. Guess what happens to that smoker? Yeah. He'll stop. He stops. Most of them. He stops. He stops. 
Hmm. But not all of them do. Not all of them do, though. Of course, not all of them do. But most of the time, there's a percentage of them, a lot, they would stop right there and never go back. Yeah? Yeah. You know? And that that study, yeah, shows that people would change through, they can change through pain and suffering when, you know, they're Mm -hmm. so sick of living that way, they're sick and tired of being sick and tired of living that way that they have to change. Okay. Or you get a yes. dying, they wait for a diagnose, you know, you've got this condition, you've got that. They wait for loss. They late wait let they wait for something negative to happen to cause them to make that change. And mm-hmm. um, our study is why wait? Yes. Why yes. wait for that? Our study you can so how, but how do you cause that, that that how do you cultivate that in your mind? You know that you said pain and suffering or yeah, you know diagnose, like yeah. loss. Yeah. How do you how do you cultivate, like, the, 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 how does the yep. mind, because obviously we're talking about the mind here, how does the mind cultivate that same emotion, emotional response to, to push you into doing, Just, into, 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 into changing, into changing the paradigm? Very, how do, how, how does that yeah, Thank you. It's extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult, but we notice that people, the, the good thing is you can do it. You can change through joy and inspiration. Just as powerful as you could change through pain and suffering. The the point is you can do it. Number one, yeah. And mm-hmm. how do they do it? This is what we study. This is why we give lectures every week. This is why people come to our workshops. Is because you know we can't tell them how to do it because it's an internal decision. I can't tell you who you want to be. No one can tell you who you want to be. You have to have the conversation with yourself. And then come to the realization on your own. All we can do is give you the information and give you some help and some ideas. And it's whether you want to take them on board or not. So to get into your subject's mind, to to, to create change and to, to make him realize he doesn't have to be the same person he was last week. Me, we, we, mm. we people in our workshop, they're changing at such a short period of time. It is phenomenal. It's almost like a miracle. You know, mm. not they continue at that level, completely up to them. You know, if you're a cheat this week and then you like, you know what, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah, because it does happen. You know, look at you know they could look at religious people. They drink all the time. Oh, not not yeah. religious people. Apologies, don't yeah. say it. Be politically correct, but look at people who you know join um, a religion later on, who drink, smoke, cheated, committed adultery, done drugs, and then they join a religion. And guess what? They're like, that's the past. That past has no sway mm. over my future. I'm a new person at a good church. I don't drink. I don't smoke. And they mm. don't drink or smoke for like 30 years. And, you know, they did it. But it, 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 is it, isn't it because, Sorry. like like we discussed at the beginning, isn't that because the, the environment is complete? <laughs> Thank you. It's your environment that you're in, of course. But it's also mm. a decision they made. You've got to make that decision. And then yeah. you've got to make a decision. Mm. I'm going to stop smoking. And that's it. You know? You got you got to marry a clear intention with an elevated emotion. So if you just say I'm going to stop, I'm going to try my best to stop. But that's it. I, I like I like that a clear intention with elevated you anything. Emotion. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's if fun. you for, to to promote change, you have to marry a clear intention with an elevated emotion. Otherwise, change wow. won't occur, and you're going to continue to be wow. the same person you were in the past. And the past was soon the predictable past was the um. The familiar past will sooner or later be predictable future, and you will be predictable in your life. Mm-hmm. Your loved ones will predict your movements because you haven't yes. found the way to change. You're living in the past, and the past 
So the familiar past almost always becomes the predictable future and you become predictable. And then you'll make the same mm-hmm. um, choices and the same mistakes. You know? Yes. No the, the, in, in our workshops, we promote, um, it's a neuro um, lecture that we give, neuro, neuroscience lecture. And it's very simple. Mm. Very simple to promote change, you know? And, and there's a formula mm. to it. Yeah? There's the actual formula to it. Now, our brain is a record of the past. Yeah? Our brain is a record of all our experiences that we've ever gone through yeah in the past so our brain's a record of the past you know what you know because of the past right so everything you learned Mm -hmm. in the past everything you felt imagined thought, experienced is your brain that's your brain it's a record of the past yeah now use that Mm -hmm. information yeah in the past yeah you're gonna bring it into your future so your past your familiar past will sooner or later be predictable future yeah but if you change your brain waves and if you change your information you can change the information that your brain receives and you can create a new map to where you want to go and how do you do that and what are what are sorry what are these brain waves what are these brain waves that you referring to um so you your change. brain is, is um, obviously this goes into neuroscience. It's just neurological programs in your brain, which is based on past experiences and past trauma and past happy experiences that you went through. It's, you know, you build neurological mm. networks in your brain when you do something. So, you know, you tie your lace, you build a neurological network in your brain to tie your lace. Now, if you do that every mm. day for 20 years, guess what happens? The repetition of that conditions the um, body to do it without even you thinking about it. It goes into your non-declarative system. So non-declarative system and declarative system. So you've done something so much times that you don't need to think about it anymore. You can just do it and not think about, you know? Power of repetition, yeah. Repetition. But the same way Mm. you can do that, tie your lace, yeah, and every day and build a repetition and neuro um, network to how to tie your lace, you can also, yeah, because yep. that's physical, you can also do it mental, you know? You felt insecure mm-hmm. about how you look, yeah? And every day you wake up and you're insecure. If someone says to you, you know, oh, you, you know you've know, got um, chubby cheeks or you've got a big nose or funny face shape, funny shaped face, someone says that to you and then you yep. look at your face and it looks like what they say and then everyone says it to you, yeah? Every day you wake up, you're going to think, insecure thoughts about your face if you do that for mm-hmm. 20 years guess what happens the same thing happens with the, the shoelace you build a neurological network in yeah. your brain to say i am insecure about my face and you can't break it it's the, it's the, you break it but Amazing. it's a process it's a very process that you teach to break yes. these negative paradigms so they yeah. don't think that anymore yeah is is the subconscious mind responsible for all of this uh, and what what we're talking about is this subconscious? I mean, this is this, this is all subconscious. It's also it, it goes all into the subconscious. Mm. You know, you've got the conscious mind, yeah, mm. and then you've got the subconscious mind. And what separates the conscious mind to the subconscious mind is the analytical mind. You know, I give you the data, mm-hmm. yeah. I just give it to your conscious mind, and then after it goes through the conscious mind, it goes through your analytical mind. So you analyze this data at a subconscious level, yeah. 
and think, is this data necessary for me or is it not? And then you either throw it away or you want it to go into your subconscious mind. So you're telling me that not everything goes into the subconscious it, mind. It, it depends. Everything with the subject it depends on the subject's mind. If the subject's not studied anything about his own mind, then it's going to be susceptible for, you know, people to implant um, um, ideas into them without them knowing. You know. One, so yeah. you know, like like with with the subconscious mind, because obviously we know about it. And you know you know a lot more about me, but I know some 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 yeah. things about the subconscious mind too. So I want to just find a little bit, in a sense of you're saying that the subconscious mind doesn't doesn't store everything around it, as in it doesn't it doesn't take in like let's say things I've seen adverts adverts and and this that you know like you, you know when they do adverts stuff they're trying to get into that subconscious they're trying to break that. They're trying to get there so they so that you can do things like you said yeah. in an automatic way, but obviously that's through repetition stuff. But like adverts and, and advertisements and marketing is all trying to get into Absolutely. that subconscious yeah. mind. It will. So sorry, I you, didn't understand you, the question. So you're saying, what was you saying? Oh, well. no, I, I didn't ask the question yet. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is the subconscious mind does it absorb everything, or or is it? Or, or, or does it, is it particular okay. in what it well, this, this depends on the subject's mind and their analytical mind. Now, if um, the subject hasn't studied the mind, like I said, this has got no experience on the mind. It lives this day with its, within this reality, how it perceives this reality through, and a lot of people perceive their reality mm. through their five senses. You know, something's not real unless you can see, see mm -hmm. it, unless they could see it, unless they could taste it, unless they could touch it, if they can hear it. Mm -hmm. And the rest, they can smell it. You know, their five senses mm -hmm. plug them into their um, senses of reality. So that's their reality. So if you tell someone, you know, yes. a planned idea in your mind, at a subconscious level, they're probably be like, what are you mm -hmm. What are you talking about? You didn't plant anything in my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So if they've got the training, if they've been trained, the analytical mind can pick it up. You know, if, if someone's trying to, you know, push um pull pull cloth over someone's eyes you know play a trick on someone yeah it depends on the mind mm. analytical mind how strong is your analytical mind so if i if i'm speaking to someone and i know they're trying to uh, manipulate me to do something or plant an idea in my brain because i'm highly sensitive to my subconscious mm -hmm. mind and what i put in it i've got a gatekeeper up to say way up this person's trying mm. to flip something into my subconscious mind i'm not going to allow it yeah let's say for example let's say for example i'm in a relationship yeah. with a girl yeah I love her, you know, let's say, mm -hmm. you know, and then um, let's say I know she loves uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. She loves Brad Pitt. And then we're watching yeah. TV and then Brad Pitt comes on and she, you see her face, her eyes go, oh my goodness. And she says, Brad Pitt's so good looking, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm looking at myself. I've got a belly. I haven't got a mm -hmm. six pack or anything like that yet. Now to the uninitiative, mm -hmm. they're going to feel and the moment they think insecure thoughts, yeah, their brain takes a snapshot of what's happening, yeah. So the brain is um, they, okay. they, the brain plugs into the external environment to find out, wait, what's going on in his external environment because he's getting insecure thoughts. When it does that. It takes a snapshot, and that mm. snapshot is called a memory. And memories are formed of um, highly mm -hmm. emotional situations, you know. You know, you remember things better because you remember how they feel, right? So, 
Uh-huh. So then that person, as soon as Brad Pitt comes on, he sees his girl getting all, oh, look, and, you know, um, look at him, look at his muscles, look at his face, oh, my goodness, you know, his eyes, the, per- uh-huh. the subject's mind's getting insecure, right? He's thinking, well, I don't look like that. He looks better yeah. than me. Oh, my goodness, you know, she's going to go with someone that looks like him. I better look after her. All these negative thoughts, because once you think, feel negative or feel insecure, you're going to get insecure thoughts. Yeah. So let's say that happened yeah. to me, who, you know, I, my analytical mind is trained. So she says to me, look at Brad Pitt, he's so handsome. Yeah. I know because I've got the training mm. to say, this girl loved me. She's with me. She'll, if she wanted to be with Brad Pitt or someone that looks like Brad Pitt, she'll be with him. She's not. She's trying to wind me up. And guess what? It's not. So do you know what I do? I go, Brad Pitt is a hunk. Look at him. Oh my. It's a hunk. Uh-huh. You know, you diffuse, you take away their yes. power. And, and they stop doing it. You go, yeah, look at his exactly. muscle. Ooh. And you say, babe, guess what? One day I'll look like that. You know? You see the two different responses. Two different responses. That's totally it's, it's, depend- it's dependent on how powerful the subject's analytical mind is. Because that insecure thought can create a whole neurological program in their brain and there will be insecure for the rest of their life so they'll walk down the road they'll see someone looks like brad pitt and go oh he's banging my girl my girlfriend will like him oh my goodness i hope my girlfriend don't see him so they think all these insecure thoughts connected to that one situation yeah. and that's how uh, that's how it works obviously i can't talk about it fully because we'd be here for ages all these you know all these subjects they yeah. i've talked hours upon hours on them exactly i, w- I was going to say like you know you know, it's funny you said that. Yeah, and then yeah. the fourth thing to ask you is like, is it is it different between uh, how men and women think? Have you looked? Have you have you come across or come across anything with like the difference between how men and women? I mean, think that is a great great point. And uh, the the direct answer. I mean, um, obviously, I get, I'm qualified to give um, lectures on the way men think and the way women think because obviously my experiences as well. I've been able to, you know, convey my experiences mm-hmm. into, you know, the subject's mind. You know, certain people, you know, you you can listen to a professor on TV, right? And think, you know what, he just, mm-hmm. he's talking sense, but he's just not resonating with me. I just don't understand him. He's not entering your subject. You, yeah. you can't, you know, no understand. Then you hear someone else speak who's not as qualified mm-hmm. as him. And you're like, no, this guy makes sense. He resonates with you. Exactly. Yeah. But that's... Um, mm-hmm. That's just a little point as to, you know, I can give lectures on it. So, yeah, women, if, if the same situation happens with a woman, yeah, they're going to think. It's so exactly does the mind work? Exactly is, it, is it the same way exactly it works the same. with men and women? But remember, men are physical, women are emotional. Mm. So women are more in tuned with their emotions and yeah. they're very sensitive to their emotions. So when a guy says it to a mm-hmm. woman, I think it hurts even more. It will hurt just a bit more, but the woman has the same reaction as the guy. Say there's a woman. Let's mm-hmm. say you're with your girlfriend. The subject is with his mm-hmm. girlfriend. Yeah. And then Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. comes on TV. Now, his girlfriend, you know, she's not an Instagram model. She doesn't look like these, you know, these you know, flawless girls with edited pictures on Instagram. Yeah. So Kim Kardashian comes on. Yeah. And automatically, before you say anything to a woman, she will feel insecure. You wouldn't have to say anything. If you say anything, be careful. Mm-hmm. She might punch you. But <laughs> um, you might not have to say anything because women are highly emotional. So they're sensitive. So women think, I wish I looked like that. Mm-hmm. You know, women think, um, if I look like 
Kim Kardashian, my man wouldn't cheat on me. They think if I look like that, if I just mm. lose a little bit of weight, or if my nose is not as big as it is, you know, my man would respect me and my man would, you know, he wouldn't treat me this way. You know, if I have a bum implant or get um, mm-hmm. cosmetic surgery done, my man would treat me differently. Yeah, that's this is the way society mm-hmm. has portrayed our women to think. Yeah. And it's completely, yes, it's, it's, completely it's a societal flawed, thing more than anything. Um, mental process. If they have their um, habits, they mm. need to be broken. So when I give my lectures to the ladies that come to my seminars, you know, I try to break them paradigms so they don't think like that because it's, it's, mm. it's not true, you know. We teach our women, you know. If your guy wanted Kim Kardashian or anybody else, yeah, if he wouldn't be with you, number one. Number two, if you, if someone's exactly. told you that you've got a big nose sort of, you know, for your whole life, and your guy with you, and he says he loves you, he don't care, kisses your big nose or whatever, yeah, then you don't, he ain't going to change his behaviour if you change your nose. You know, he's going to treat you completely the same. Exactly. If you've got, if you've got stress marks, you'll that's lose it. it. That's the key. That is the yeah, key. Yeah, to get that is... own respect from your yeah. man. Sorry, you God. can lose the stretch marks, he'll be happy for you, so mm. you feel more confident. He won't love you more or treat you differently. This is a notion that society has betrayed our women to think. So women are walking around so mm-hmm. insecure about the way they look, about the way they act and feel. And um, it's society portraying these in, these subconscious messages into them. And our, our job, my goal in life is to, you know, t- to change these paradigms, to give our women and women in general, all women, the power to not think that. So Kim Kardashian comes on, they can say, she can say, oh, look how pretty Kim Kardashian is. And her boyfriend can go, oh, yeah, yeah, she's pretty, yeah, yeah. And they can have a little laugh and joke about it, and that's it. You know, there shouldn't be hostility mm-hmm, if someone exactly. good-looking yeah. comes on, you know. If, if I'm with my girlfriend and a good-looking guy comes on TV, you know, I have a joke. Like, oh, he's a good-looking guy, isn't it? But I won't leave him in the room with you. It's, you know, we have banter. Exactly. But certain people, because of society and how they've been in the past that- with their relationship, they bring that past mm. relationship into their present mm-hmm. one because they're, you know, their girlfriend cheated Just, on them in the past. So they think, yeah. I can't let you talk yeah. to your ex-boyfriend or talk to a guy. You could like him. I'm jealous. As you know, look what happened to me before. You know, what that means is that person exactly. has not, by, from a biological standpoint, that person has not been able to change his relationships from back then, 15 years ago, when his ex did that to now and he's bringing his to past now. into his future and our goal wow. is to teach people that they don't need wow. to bring their past into their future just because someone cheated on me 10 years ago that has no sway on my mind with my current girlfriend at all you know i get the emotions mm-hmm. you know we get the emotions that people think remember your girlfriend spoke it's to her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend natural. and then Two months later, they got together. So this, your new girlfriend says she, has, she saw her ex-boyfriend. They're going to do the same thing. I dismissed that. I dismissed that notion. I dismissed that um, thought. And you dismissing that thought is called something in quantum physics and in science. It's called metacognition. Now, metacognition, the definition of that mm. is when you think about what you're thinking about and then dismiss it. So, so... So lip- True. Well, wow. yeah. Lip- do, you know, do you know what? It's, it's gone. I'll let you finish, but it's funny that you just said that because I yeah, was actually. So, my next so let me finish. So, so let's say but my girlfriend. On, she says to me, it. "Oh, 
Uh, uh, my ex-boyfriend messaged me the other day, so I asked him what he wanted and he talked and he just wanted something stupid, yeah? And I think to myself, a thought comes in my head, remember your ex-girlfriend said that to you six years ago and you found out after that they were sleeping with each other. Maybe she's going to start sleeping with him, yeah? The moment I say, why am I having this thought? That's, I don't care about that. What happened in the past, mm. in the past, this girlfriend's completely different. We've got, I'm in a different relationship. We're treating each other different. Yeah. The moment I think that, yeah, I am no longer the thought that I first thought. I'm no longer the thought is, what if she, because I'm the yeah. consciousness observing the thought. So I've separated it. I'm no longer the oh, thought. That's beautiful. So people think, could they have a thought exactly. in their head that is their thought? But it's not. Because you have these, you have stupid thoughts. Everyone has exactly. stupid thoughts in their head. Like, oh, punch this person, jump out the window, just kill yourself. Why don't you do something stupid? Like, just kick something. They, soon as they think, <laughs> why am I thinking that? They, that thought pros, that thought is no longer theirs. They objectified their subjected self. You know, and that's called in science metacognition. When you think 100%. about what you're thinking about. And that's the technique that I teach um, a lot of my students. I, mean... I don't know, yeah. Mm, nice. So maybe like this this question maybe mm. has already been answered by you, but I'm still going to answer it because maybe there's a different way of you to um, answer this question. But yeah, that voice in your head, you know the mm. you know like let's say let's say for example, yeah, you know like when you're talking yeah. to yourself, but it's in your head. That, that voice, voice. What? Who is that voice? What? Like when you're, yeah, when you're reading a book yeah. and you're reading in, okay something. What, now, who is that um, voice? What is that? There's a lot of different um, theories on what that voice is. And science, like I told you before, science is divided. Mm. A lot of things they have um, agreed on, you know, whether it's mm. quantum physics, whether it's contemporary science, you know, whether it's... You know, it's very divided on what that voice mm. is. Now, we teach that voice, yeah, it's with you for the rest of your life. When you were born, mm. yeah, the one thing that was guaranteed... Yeah, is you're going to talk to yourself every day for the rest of your life. And you're going to have to battle with yourself every day for the rest of the life. There's there's no exception. No one's exempt from the rule. You No matter how much money you've got, no matter how much power you've got, no matter how much anything. So you have to accept that voice and speak to that voice. The best conversations, one of the great scientists mm-hmm. said that the best conversation you ever have is with yourself. And people... Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's it's um it's very it's very powerful that voice and i can't obviously it's a long conversation we would get into you know but is that voice is that is that voice your subconscious or is that voice is that voice from you is that voice a higher oh. higher conscious is that voice you know it's some people different might plane. Say, is it you're God? on a different plane so reality is what you can see taste hear touch and um feel right your five senses plugs you into your um physical reality your matter yeah your environment, your and when I speak out, yeah. you can hear it. Yeah, so that's on the one physical. We call that the physical plane mm. of reality. Yeah. And there's another plane of reality, mm-hmm. and that's in your mind, your your mental. You know, your mental processes. You got mental processes that you can use. You can use, you mm-hmm. know, imagery. You can imagine yourself to be someone in the future, like a powerful person or a footballer or a superstar. You can use that through your mental imagery. Yeah. Now, that voice takes different forms. Yep. Depending on your environment, that voice changes. Does that make sense? So to, to mm-hmm. give that voice a name or a word yep. is very difficult. 
because it changes based on your environment. You know, if someone's shouting at you, your voice is saying you're shot. Your voice is saying she's embarrassing you. You're looking around, you, yeah, and you're seeing people look at you like well, you're gonna let that person shout at you. And that voice is saying you better say something back. Like, if you answer the question, to outsmart them, or you know, you 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 respond. You know, so the voice changes depending on the environment mm. and the situation that person's in. Does that make sense? So. It's not the, the, I'm so glad you said this because you know a lot of our when I teach because obviously Hollywood is such a powerful tool you know movies very very powerful tool movies mm. yeah and Hollywood they they use science mm. they use mm. great psychological aspects and they put it in big Hollywood movies they disguise them you know and it's very entertaining Mm-hmm. Now, there's a particular movie called uh, Revolver mm-hmm. by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. And there's a scene, yeah, okay. a scene in this movie when um, um, the main actor, he's in mm-hmm. the lift. And he's scared of lifts. He's very, mm-hmm. he, he can't, because he's been in prison in the movie, he can't go into a lift because he feels confined and he feels like he's going to, he just passes out. Yeah. And he got new information to say, mm, you know, face mm. your pain. You got, you know, the the enemy is in hides in the last place you're going to look. Yeah, the enemy plays tricks on you, and he's yeah. how do you find the enemy? Well, he's the last place you're going to look. And in the film, it says the enemy's hiding behind your pain. Embrace the pain, and then you would embrace the enemy and win. So he's like, okay, so the pain is obviously your fears. So he mm. fears the elevator. So he goes in the elevator to face his fears. Yeah. So the funny thing in the movie is he goes in the elevator and then his subconscious starts talking to him saying, oh, you hate the elevator. You're going to die in here. You, you, oh, my goodness. You're going to die. You're going to die in a confined space. You're going to die. You're going to die. And he says, I can hear you. And he goes, what? What? Mm. You can hear me? You, you, want, you want to argue with me? Argue with me? I'm you. And he says, you're not me. Mm-hmm. You're my fears. You're not me. And he says, the, the guy goes, what? Go on, tell your friends about me. You can't, because I don't exist. I'm you. I am you. Ha ha, can't get rid of me. I'm you. you you're just going to throw me away. I've helped you. I'm your fears. I've helped you. Come on. I helped you. And the guy goes, no, you're not. You, did you see how powerful that is? He, he objectified his subjective self. Exactly. That, is a, that is powerful. And you can go on. Mm. I can go on longer on this subject, but wow. um, yeah, it, that's just one scenario about that voice and that f- and and revolver covers. If people got a problem with that voice, like thinking they want to know more about you know the voice in their head, they should watch revolver and read between the lines, and they will see mm. that wow, you can you know just because you have a thought in your head that you know my boyfriend might be cheating or my boyfriend thinks this girl's pretty or this and that doesn't mean that it's your thought. Even though it's in your head, you can use meta techniques like metacognition and observe the thought, and that dismisses it. But other people think because I got a thought in my head, I got to embody this thought, and it's my thought. And you know, unfortunately for them, because they haven't got the right information, they're mistaken. That thought is not. If that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm talking to you. Wow, wow. No, it does completely. No, it does. It does completely. It completely makes sense. And you know, if the mind is, you know, like what we're talking about is it's powerful yeah. as you know we, we we've discussed throughout if it's so yeah. powerful obviously we know the mind can cause you sickness can cause you health 
can the is the mind powerful enough to do something? Oh my goodness! Like I mean, the future, the future, or 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 or, or break down a wall, or travel instantaneously from one place to another. Is it that powerful? And I know the answer. <laughs> I, well, I think I do because yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe you know. I mean, I mean you got I me on your show, right. so but, you know, <laughs> I think you know the answer. But let's see if the audience does. <laughs> Go on. Can can we predict the future? Is it powerful enough to predict the future to break down a wall to instantaneous? Um, is the absolutely? I mean, it's it's just not even a. It's I don't even have to think about it. So I get excited, you know, talking about this subject because I'm so passionate about it, you know. But um, absolutely. Mm. And now, to understand that though, you know, just to say to tell to tell someone, you know, if I just tell someone, you know, the mind's so powerful, you can create your own future and project yourself in a future. Um, optimistic um, view like a celebrity or a superstar you can see yourself as that and actually feel it and embody it and it's amazing and then you'll become it yeah mm. they'll be like what are you talking about you, you know mm. they, they will dismiss it you know so you can be very careful how we um, teach our information to people to the subject mind you know we've got to give it in slow doses and you know they've got to understand it because if a person doesn't understand what you're speaking about they can't accept it even if it's a truth even if it's a great saying, the person's mind, the subject's mind only accepts truth, what they believe is true. They have to believe it to accept it. Now, if they don't believe it, yes. no matter how, whatever way you dress yes. it up, they're not going to yes. accept it anyway. So they'll just dismiss it. Not possible. No. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that, that leads on to a point. To, to how do you create your own future then? Pretty much, right? A future that you want, you know? And um, mm-hmm. that leads on to uh, a, a point where it's a subject that uh, cause and effect yeah so um, yes. the Newtonian world in the Newtonian world the old model of reality you know people live by cause and effect yeah so let's say um, the guy wins a Ferrari he wins a Ferrari he's happy you know mm-hmm. the guy wants love he finds his loved one the, mm-hmm. the person he always loved guess what he's happy now the cause is the car the yeah. effect is happiness cause effect the cause is he found the loved one the love of his life the effect is happiness cause and effect now the problem with living like that is yeah if bad stuff happens to you yeah the the cause bad stuff the effect is sadness yeah mm-hmm. you're living in the old model yeah. of reality yeah. you and you'll be predictable you're a materialist mm. you know you're happy when things come and then you're sad when you lose them now the new version of reality is causing okay. the effect and causing the effect is you know you can't yes. wait for your money to feel abundant you can't wait for your loved one to feel love you have to feel without the evidence there you've got to mm-hmm. feel I love myself. I love life. I've got no, you know, let's say, be honest, you've got no girlfriend, you've got no one, but you know what? I love life. I love love. I'm going to find that perfect partner and I'm projecting love, projecting love. And guess what? Someone see a girl feels that energy and then you attract it. So you, you don't live by cause, um, cause and effect. You are causing yes. the effect, you know, you're running around and you feel abundance. You feel like you've got all the money yes. in the world, you know, cause money is not, you know, abundance is not just wealth. You can have abundance in, relationships with abundance in family 
you know, these things are priceless, you know. So you can't, you know, you can mm. run around and feel abundance before the money comes, you know. What a podcast that was. Unfortunately, we had to cut it short, but we will be doing a part two of that podcast. That was an interesting and excellent subject on the mind, and I thank Vito, and he will be back once again to bring us knowledge and awareness about the mind. Everybody, enjoy your day.